0: its greatest Star Wars podcast.
1: Mind. Roger, Roger. You're listening to the Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins.
2: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, please do stay for the sessions. Uh, my name is Matt Hudson, aka. Jabba the Hud, and joining me in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, and underneath that fine mane lies the curved neck and two mouths of a Blythorian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A Blythorian. (laughs) I'm not giving up yet. I mean, people, you've heard it here first. You have heard it here first. (laughs) Matt, you spicy little legend. How on earth are you
2: on this cold December week. Mate, it's December. It's, you know what, and I mentioned it on the Jibber Jabber of Jabber the HUD Patreon exclusive, which I've yesterday. You know no, what December it... means? It's the Rise of Skywalker, mate. It's Star oh, Wars dude. month, mate. I... I'm. Pumped. That aside, I'm doing well. I am little. I pulled my back yesterday picking up my daughter, so I've done the dad thing now. But other than that, oh, that is a dad well, thing. That is. is such a dad thing.
0: So uh, yeah, oh, how it, about you, though, mate? It, it it could be worse, man. It could be worse. Yeah, no, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I've had a good little weekend with friends and family. I went to one of my um, best mates' engagement party, nice. which was great. Um, I and I actually met some um fellow Star Wars fans at this party, which was pretty cool and. and and the dad... Did you rep the sessions? Mate, do, come on, <laughs> mate. Did I rep the sessions? I knew it. Come on, mate. <laughs> I mean, it started after dad was like, oh, we were talking a lot about Arsenal fan TV, and like the hashtag Emery out movement and stuff like that. You know how yeah, it is. Thanks to Southampton. Um, we, got your, we got your manager sacked, but <clears throat> carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, touche. Um, <laughs> but we, I mean... He was the one who mentioned the Mandalorian. I thought that was so good. Nice. I thought that was super cool. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, man. Like, other than that, mate, I tell you what. I tell you what, Matt. I'll cool level on, mate. with you right here, right now. You know what else? Uh, Go on. You know what I'm ready for, mate? A beer? Well, yeah, of course. I'm always ready <laughs> for a beer, <laughs> I am ready to
1: shoot. A
2: the guy, it breathes. Whoop as ever. This week we're going to talk about Star Wars again. So what's been happening in the galaxy, my man?
0: Oh, dude. Right. Okay. First bit of news this week: we got Colin Trevorrow is donating all of his residuals from The Rise of Skywalker to a children's hospice. So we all know Colin Trevorrow um, was initially slated to be the episode nine director and basically he was replaced by JJ Abrams now the details around that are a little unclear
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but nevertheless that's 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 kind of a different conversation obviously colin uh, has somewhat worked on the script and the plot of episode 9 i'm guessing it's not going to be a lot like the finished result it's not going to be equal to what jj's put into it mm-hmm, of course. um but nevertheless, you know, um I, I think he, he he's still gonna be getting uh, some money from Episode Nine from The Rise of Skywalker. And the fact that he's putting that money towards a children's hospice, yeah, you know, I think that's really cool. Really, really cool. And and it's props to him.
2: Yeah, before we'd start this week off with a with a positive story, he's got it's all going to the Alexander Divine Children's Hospice in Berkshire, England, not a million miles away from here. And what wow. I found nice was Colin he, if through his statement he said George Lucas taught us about our connection to living things, to take care of one another, uh, and the Alexander Divine Hospice helps families in the most challenging of times, I can't think of a more fitting way to honour George's legacy, which is a really nice thing for Colin Trevorrow to do. He didn't have to do that, of course. Mm-hmm. but it's, uh, and it's And Colin Trevorrow, to be fair, he's, taken, he's a man who's taken a bit of flack over the last few years for... The what happened, the handling, or what happened with the rise of... Or episode nine, as it was titled then. How he was kind of unceremoniously dumped. How he directed the film, which name has gone off the top of my head, but it didn't go down well with audiences. I thought it was quite good. It will come to me during the show what the what, title was. He, he, hang, sorry, you, you've mentioned Jurassic World, right? Uh, I haven't, but um, there was another... There because was a, he did that, right? He did. He did Jurassic World. So he, he kind of kick-started... Jurassic World and rebooted that. Oh, and then I do know what did... film you're talking about. Yeah. I had um I had Jacob Tremblay in it. Um and J.Burn Bon Lieberher. I actually quite uh, The Book of Henry. I quite enjoyed that That's film it. actually. It was it was messy, but I quite enjoyed that. I think I gave it a fairly positive review, like seven and a half out of ten. But that aside, it's great to see this is great to read from a guy who's got a bit of flack, it's great to see he's come out of it and he's just like, you know, the money I'm gonna get, because he's getting a writing credit on the film. It's mm. going straight towards helping other people, and you know, yeah. Props to Colin Javore; that's a wonderful thing for him to do. So, thought we'd start on a nice subject.
0: Yeah, nice one, man.
2: And uh, onto something which is fun, only because it got resolved. Uh, you probably all heard this news: J.J. Abrams revealed that a copy of the Rise of Skywalker script got leaked <laughs> online. Somebody put it on eBay, <laughs> and then Disney paid big bucks mm. to get it back. And the poor, then there was like a couple of days of um, Sherlock Holmes in trying to find out who did it. Daisy Ridley came out on GMA and all these other talk shows and said, it wasn't me. Somebody else was coming onto your show, did it? And I think if you're going to have a guess who it was, he would probably be right. John Boyega was the man who left the script behind. This is what
3: he said in his own words. I, I left the, the full script under my bed. And then um, I was moving apartments the next morning. And so I, I forgot the script under my bed. We weren't shooting, by the way. We had wrapped up. It was all in the past. And I just forgot about the script. And then um, yeah, someone sold it on eBay. For how much? Hey, look, Disney! Disney bought it back. They bought it back. It was like it was something silly. It was like you know, like eighty-five dollars or something. So they obviously didn't know. I think they were they were basing the price on my name being on the pages, <laughs> not not on it being a Star Wars script. And I don't think the person ever read the pages. Uh, they just thought that it was like something cool try to sell it on, online to make so it. So your book. name is like kind of watermarked on all the pages. On, on every single page. So when I received the call from my agent saying, mate, I've just received a call from, from Disney and all the, all the big, the, the gods of, of the movie industry that you work for, that your livelihood comes from, saying that you lost the most powerful script in Hollywood right now. <laughs> Seriously, this is going to make a billion dollars. You gonna mess know, it up. I know, I know. A way to fill your organs in your big toe, mate. I, that. <laughs>
2: I love that, man. Very much. And I guess it's just lucky for him that nothing more came of it. It saved Disney a lot of embarrassment. But we know, let's not be foolish, we all know that there are leaks out Mm. there. Could this Mm -hmm. script have confirmed them or debunked them? Did anybody else read the script? Is this script the source of the leaks? I've got no idea. But what about you, mate? Because we know there are leaks out there.
0: Yeah, you know, we know there are leaks. We know there are leaks, but... You know what I've, i I was talking to those people I mentioned earlier at the party, um, specifically about this, mm-hmm. right? And it's crazy how how quick like news travels, you know. Now, listen, Matt, these things happen, yes, right? These 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 things happen all the time with TV shows and with films, but by by you know, historically speaking, this this rarely happens with Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. And if you if you look. Um, at previous productions of of episodes, you know, people can't take their scripts back home. No. Now you're, you're now you're probably thinking, okay, where are you going with this, Lukey boy? Now I'll tell where you. Are where are you going I'm with this, going Lukey boy? This, mate. What's <laughs> I'll, going on? I'll tell exactly. I'll tell you exactly what's going on, mate. Right. So I reckon, <laughs> I reckon this is a publicity stunt.
1: Okay. Oh. Now I know that's a bit
0: out there. I know that's a bit out there. It's a bit naughty. It's a little bit Tandoori.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um,
0: the reason I say that, mate, is because listen, there's a Star Wars script under John boyager's bed, apparently, yeah, <laughs> with his name all and, over it um, with his name all over it, yeah, and it's the entire script to episode nine, yeah, um and you're telling me right, you're telling me the cleaner, the <laughs> John boyager at his apartment in wherever it was yeah his his cleaner looked at that script and went, oh. Oh, mate, episode nine. Episode nine script. I'm going to sell what? this for $65. You know I'm going to, yeah, $65, <laughs> 65 quid, whatever it was. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to snag that on eBay. Do you Interesting. know what I mean? Like, who, are you having a laugh? Are you having a
2: laugh? But what's, eBay, the, what's the reason 60, to? 60 quid. What's the reason to make it up though, oh, I guess? My, mate. Yeah, but I, mate,
0: publicity, and this is my point, people are talking about it. People at this party I went to were talking about it. Yeah. People would be like, oh yeah, you've seen that episode nine night. Like, script got leaked because John Viego, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, lost it under his bed. It's a story, isn't it? And we know that, like, other than Apple, um, Disney's probably some of the best marketers in the world. You know? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're really good, they're really impressive. I don't know. I I'm I'm a little suspicious of this story especially when you look at previous productions where people aren't even allowed to take their scripts like out of the set or only be part of the script. You can't tell me the whole of the episode nine script was, was under John Boyega's bed (laughs) and he forgot about it. And he went down to Londis to get some like (laughs) beers or something. And the cleaner just went down
2: and, oh, Oh, let me get this and let me flog it on eBay. No. That's rubbish. You scan that, that, you scan every page I, and put it online.
0: Right? You would, wouldn't you? I would. You would. Well, I don't know. I don't buy it. But even if... Hear me out. Even if it's true, yeah, would they be going on
2: talk shows chatting about it? I guess, like you said, it's a story. It's It's something mm. to make the press tour probably a little bit more exciting for the cast because... They're going to be asked so many questions about the film, which they can't answer. What happens to your character? Do they go light side, dark side? Who lives, who dies? Or what's your journey? Your journey. Your journey. But they can't, obviously, answer um, any of them. So it's probably something fun for them to speak about. Like I say, old Boyega's gone down to Spa to get some Newcastle brown ale, and he's forgotten all (laughs) about his script. I always thought that the scripts were, you only got... Your part of the script, so you wouldn't see everybody else's lines necessarily. That's. I've always thought that's how they did it in these big productions, especially Star Wars. So Boyega's script would only have Boyega's parts in it. It wouldn't have been the right. whole thing. That's my understanding. Still, it's a big deal, like Finn. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, that kind of. Alright. That eases it a little bit, I guess. It's just how fun the whole thing a bit fishy, but you're right. Maybe they needed some material to chit chat about because you know they're not giving much away about episode nine. I know we've we you've you've mentioned that plenty of times, but um Still yeah, I just top. thought yeah. it yeah I thought it was a little bit sus. That's it. That is it. Um, other than that, it it, it could co- correlate with with leaks and stuff like that, but I doubt it. I doubt it.
2: And if we ever meet Boy acre in the street, we're asking him. Oh mate, it's gotta happen, innit? It's
0: gotta happen. I'm gonna be like, John, dude, the leak, true or not true? What's going and on, mate? You know him. you know it. I mean, mate, he's gonna work his way yeah. around it. We it's... we're gonna be it's only like ten minutes later when he's gone, we'll be like, Oh no, he didn't actually answer that. Yeah. whatever. He's a showman. Um he's a legend anyway. Exactly. He's a showman and legend. Um but yeah, yeah I I mean I mean that's that's that really. I guess that it wraps. Is what that, it is, but... yeah? Yeah, it is is one it is wink wink also in other news and talking of the rise of skywalker matty old buddy old pal we got new tv spots and not just not just like one or two guys i'm seeing one almost like daily yeah. on my youtube app um we got some amazing star wars tv advert spots right and I think probably one of the most notable ones is the one called Duel. Yes. Do you know why, Matty boy? Go you on. know why, didn't you, mate? I it's do only know. It's only got the Duel of Fates in it,
2: mixed Faders theme. And it's a new version. It's a reimagined version. So good. Nice one, Dan.
0: It's so good, though, isn't it? Like, I, when I heard that, I was like, oh, oh. Hold me, hold me back. What, <laughs> this is, what is this deliciousness? What, what are the chances of them uh, actually using the, like sampling the Jewel of Fates in episode nine, do you reckon? Well, do you know you reckon We're
2: going to hear little hints of it. Well, do you remember a couple of months ago, we, we, we played an interview with, I think it's Don Williams, John Williams' brother, who basically said the score's almost done. And he said, we're using so many scores from all the films, including, he called it like The Phantom, and I think most people thought that took that as duel of the face. So it seems like it's been confirmed kind of unofficially before. If it's in the trailer, I uh, the T V spot, I'm gonna go as high as eighty percent. At some point we're gonna hear this in the film.
0: So good <laughs> And
2: also we heard palps as well. Another palpatine voiceover. I know. Yes, we did get more this palps, would be didn't the we? Upper powers. Chaps the Skywalker saga. Or if he says it's great, now the last word. That's of Skywalker. It. Oh,
0: made a spice,
2: oh mate. the spice. I mean, we might talk oh, it about mental, palps later it? on, maybe. I suppose, but they were so good. Then we got to see one called Celebrate, and that we got the best look at Carrie Fisher as well, and the visual effects used on her, which, which looks okay, I think. Plus, she's got Anakin, Luke, Ray. It, it delete as applicable. Lightsaber. What did you that one of Carrie Fisher, what did you think about the VFX and the technology the age or the aging it, technology? Okay, so in
0: other images and other stills from the um marketing material, it's looked good. It's looked actually more than good. It's looked outstanding. I'll be honest, this this latest TV spot with Leia, it's kind of her turning to her side. Hey, she has a lightsaber in her hands, and I'll get back to that in a moment. Um, but there's there's something not right about it, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I buy it. I'm like, yeah, no, that, okay, fair enough. I, I You know, I'm not sitting there going, that looks, that looks that's rubbish. I don't, oh, episode <laughs> nine's going to be rubbish now. Um, but there is part of me that, looked, that thought, that doesn't look right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Are you on the same page? I am. There's
2: Something about it. I was like, "Oh, it's that, that uncanny right. valley thing everyone talks about, where your mind knows it's not real, so you can't quite accept it as such." But maybe I'm. Mm. I'm just taking it. Uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking that we know uh, the, the 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 whole of the rise of Skywalker was completed last Sunday upon recording, so eight days ago, end of November. Wow. So I'm thinking that this particular piece of footage was taken before. Post production was complete, so it may not be a fully finished VFX shot. And a lot of films right. do that in their marketing. Actually, they they can use unfinished footage, not like um, dailies or bad quality, but because if you look at it quickly, it looks fine. But there's something about like the outline where they where they superimposed her onto that background looks a bit odd. But it's a TV spot, so re- regarding that, um, I'll wait to see what it looks like in the film
0: yeah it was it it was in the face for me wasn't it mm-hmm. like it it was it, it it looked like it it didn't look right like it, whether it was her micro expressions or something it didn't look 100% right but like you said we have got to wait and see what it's like in the cinema and for me it it also it it gave a, a thought popped into my head where I was like i i don't know how much carry we're actually going to get in this film. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be a few minutes max where we have our leader, Carrie Fisher, kind of like sending away the heroes and they go on their journey and that's that. And then we might see her briefly at the end with like the, a, a, a victory, you know, parade or something <laughs> like that, or party. I could definitely see that happening. But then on, on a slightly different note, she's holding a lightsaber, isn't she, mate? Yes, mate. She's holding that, the legacy lightsaber. The Legacy Lightsaber. What so you're like, by legacy lightsaber, we, we expand on that. What do you mean?
2: It looks to me like it's Anakin, Luke, or uh, Anakin, Luke, and Ray's lightsaber. They've all had it. But it, it or is it her own one?
0: See, I've right, I'm having a little cheeky Google now. When I was when I was looking at the, at the trailer, I paused it and I thought it wasn't the Skywalker Saber.
1: Ooh. You know that? Well, when I didn't when, know when
0: that. I saw it. When I saw it in um, the Episode 9 trailer, I was like, oh, what is... That doesn't look... That doesn't quite look like the Skywalker Saber. Let me... I tell you what, Matty Boy is so organized and he's so spicy, he only puts a link to the trailers we're watching in in the show notes, doesn't he? Of course. Of course he does. Hang on, mate. Let me... Let me... Here we go. Right, so let me pause it. There we go. And full screen oh actually that does look like that kind it kind of looks like the light the skywalker saber let me type in skywalker remember it's
2: broken in the last jedi in half
0: true well i tell you what mate you know what i've seen the when you know when ray holds it has like a band around it. yes it doesn't look like it has a band no, it looks like a fully working lightsaber. A working lightsaber. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm 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 going to stay. I'm going to just like retreat a little bit from that fort then. And yeah, I was going to go on a rant, like super cool rant. <laughs> um, no, nah, maybe, maybe that's, that's not what I'm thinking. But um, yeah, just an interesting tidbit. I can't definitely confirm or not if that is, if that is the same. It looks pretty similar though. So you're probably right.
2: I just assumed it was that one because I guess we've had the footage from Remember the Force Awakens original trailer, one of the, te- the teasers, Maz Kanata gives her the lightsaber in like, you see the hand offering of the lightsaber. True. I'm guessing it was taken from that.
0: True. Oh that's yes, good point. Good point. It's
2: the only thing I can think of, because I only had apparently, according to Todd Fisher, they only had about eight minutes worth of footage, I think, to use. Or maybe JJ mm. said that, but they only had about eight minutes worth of footage, so I think you're right, we're not gonna see that much.
0: No, I'm I'm calling in an now. I reckon three minutes. Well what about you, mate, over or under.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go over, but um I'm gonna say yeah, about six minutes maybe, in a two hour, thirty minute film. Six minutes. Six minutes.
0: Mm, okay.
2: Okay. Let's see, mate. Nope. Let's wait and see. Only a few more weeks. Two you boy. and a half weeks to go from from oh. the time you guys are listening. <laughs> two weeks.
0: Oh, boys! I boys and girls, I cannot flip in white. That is mental. Yeah, we we got some spicy, spicy TV spots. And talking about spicy TV spots, there it was also something else spicy that we spotted. Um, and that was Warwick Davis, and he was in an Ewok suit, and it wasn't a young Warwick Davis, it was definitely like current 2019 era Warwick Davis, or whenever they filmed it, 2018. Um, it's old Warwick, is what he's trying to say. Old it's <laughs> it's our Warwick, our Warwick. Um, and he was in an
2: Ewok suit. What about that, Matty boy? What's what's going on there? It looks like we're getting a uh, Wicket or some sort of Ewok back in the Rise of Skywalker. I think that the de- where the Death Star 2 has been confirmed is near. It's on a planet called Kef which is which is potentially one of the moons of Endor. So, wouldn't be surprised to see an Ewok running around.
0: That yeah, that's that's the that's the um planet with the Death Star wreckage, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it could be. It could be that the Ewoks like come and have heard about it and they've like, hijacked one of those old Imperial ships <laughs> and they're going to jump over to, uh, what did you say, Kefbir? Kef, Beer. Kef B- K-E-F-B-I-R. Mate, Kefbir, love it. Yeah, they'll, they'll just jump on a shuttle, go on there, you know. Empire's going to be like, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> the Ewoks can be throwing spears left, right and yeah, centre. Poking it with their Everyone's... spears. Everyone's going to know where that um, scene from the Mandalorians from with those spears in the stormtrooper heads. Yes, that. mate. They're going to they're gonna know. They're going to know. Kef Beer. Kef Beer. What yeah, a name. Too, right, mate. Yeah, what a name. I, mate, I think that saved us from our cantina
2: puns later. But well, yeah, hey, mate. You, yes. You, yes.
0: Wink, wink. But we'll see. Do you know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see.
2: Well, uh, before we move on, did you, did you hear Daisy Ridley rapping as well last week? this week? Did I
0: hear her? Yeah. Mate,
2: pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Like the whole
0: of uh, America was on fire when queen. that dropped. Is there anything she can't do, English Rose? No, nah, of course she can't. Like, she, she's she's a queen, isn't she? She is an absolute queen. I love Daisy Ridley. And uh, I can't wait to see her in episode nine. Should we hear some of those spicy bars, mate?
2: Let's do it. Drop it now. DJ. <laughs>
3: i Trooper Finn who betrayed the First Order so we let him in VV8, Solo vs Solo, Han made his fate Rose got to work, Kylo won't put on a shirt Kylo is kind of a flirt, tracked down Luke, he was giving me hate Until he saved the Resistance on Krayt Skywalker's gone, but faith in the Force remains strong Skywalker always in bond, Woo! You can't stop me, I'm a Jedi from Jakku fight the Doctor, the to Naaboo Let go of everything that you fear to lose. Be the spark that lights
1: the fire and may the force be with
2: you. Daisy Ridley, everybody! Yes. Nice. Less before the Rise of Skywalker, Luke Bly is going to do that rap as well. Oh,
0: is, would you like that? I would anyway. Mate. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
2: <laughs> if our listeners
0: are up for it, we'll see. I'll see what I can do, man. No, right, man. I don't know. I do like a bit of the old karaoke. I'm not too good at remembering lyrics. There are, there are like songs that I've listened to, to like all my life, and I still cannot get the lyrics right to them. You just have to I'm, make just, them up on the spot or hum them. dude honestly if you ask my missus or any of my friends i'm the worst for it to the point that some of my <laughs> friends get irritated that i still get the words wrong kind of hum um, the words i know what you mean mate that is how master blywalker's uh brain works though sadly you know it is what it is but there we go so what else has been happening in this wonderful galaxy at matthias
2: yes mate as usual it's another week a friday has been and that means mandalorian has been as well so chapter four Sanctuary, uh, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. We're gonna have a quick chat about it. If you haven't seen it, there will be spoilers throughout, so you might want to go and check it out beforehand. But we thought, as usual, we'd have a little spoiler review of what we, uh, of the episode. Before we do that, quick cheeky beer. Oh, yes. you know it, boy. <laughs> mando, mando. It's, oh, it's a Michelob tonight. Pow, eh? bow, 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 bow. back dab. It's a seventy-three-calorie beer, so the crisp, clean taste. But boy, I it. know it's usually you.
0: We we must have like traded places, dude. I'm a, I have a water next to me, and that is it. I usually have tea when it when it comes when it when it comes to the fluids. I've also got some uh, cheeky chocolate hobnobs tonight. so Oh, yeah, yeah, they're filth, not, aren't they? Not,
2: they're not for me, missus. Though, which is not quite as good. But
0: oh, that's how it's that's how it's done. No,
2: it's not, it's not brownies, are they? Sanctuary. What do you think of it, mate? Chapter four.
0: Right. Okay. For me, this episode felt very felony in a great way. Okay. I really, really enjoyed this episode, man. For me... It did feel like a Clone Wars or Rebels episode. Again, in a good way. Something I found interesting. This whole Mandalorian story just feels like a role-playing game. It feels like a Star Wars role-playing game. And I've already chatted briefly um, with uh, Isaac or Blizak. Shout out. um, And uh, Monsieur Sexton, our our, uh, own rapper, about this. And, um, you know, to me, that's not a bad thing. It feels like the Mandalorian is going on quests Mm-hmm. And it feels like you know these circumstances these characters are just driving this narrative where i I do not know where it's going to go. I'm genuinely intrigued, but what he ends up doing just kind of like makes sense. It seems like he is almost like a reluctant hero, mm-hmm. right he's still a bounty hunter. But he's, he ends up being the hero. You know, people love him. Ladies love him. They do. Even with his helmet on. Oh, no. on. The dude is like, he just oozes hunk. Do you know what I mean? He just, he just has that about him. And, of course, you know, the lore just keeps getting expanded. You know, the the ATST looked sick. Mate. The villagers were sick. The raiders were sick. Baby Yoda.
2: Ledge. Are It me? That guy, like, oh, dude. So, yeah, and to summarize, that's what I thought. <laughs> In summary, the Mando is a chunk of hunk. Absolutely a yeah, yeah. pure Beskar beauty. Uh yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good, mate. The first time I saw it, I thought, this is okay. I like it. Right. But it didn't jive with me as much as the first three. I rewatched it and thought, what a silly boy. This is fabulous. This is really good. It felt like Lord of the Rings, and I know a lot of people have said that, but Dude, as soon as I saw yes. it, I was like, this is Lord of the Rings. The setting, the Clatoonians who were the invaders. They've been Orcs. mentioned. Yes, exactly. They came out and they even did like the orc <laughs> war cry. It was great. Yeah. Um, it's like Saruman. The, I just had to let them go. These clatoonies have been mentioned actually quite a lot in canon, all the way back to A New Hope. So they've been there from day one, and in different books and comics uh, as well. I didn't re- didn't know that. I just thought these things look like dogs. But now they've been around. I liked it. I like, say so they went to this planet called Sorgon or Sorgan to get away from it all. Basically, that's when they meet Kara Dune. And then they have this wicked, a sweet fight where Cara Dune, to be fair, looks like she could tear the Mando a new one. To be honest, Cara Dune is she's badass, man. And Baby Yoda's just sipping his soup, just checking him out. It's like you carry you guys, you do you. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my soup. But um, oh. I liked it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it felt like a Clone Wars episode, like the Bounty Hunters one, where they train the mm-hmm. people of that the village up. Uh, the ATST looked great with those red eyes. I didn't recognise them because of the red eyes, but they looked menacing, like terrifying, <laughs> coming out of the woodland because you can't see like the shape necessarily. You can just see mm. these big mm-hmm. red eyes, and it was like a, it was like a weird like horror film type thing. I thought it was really good. I liked Kara Dune. I thought she was great. Um, Gina yeah. Carano got gets a lot of flack beforehand. People were worried about her saying, "Well, she's not a great actress," blah blah. I thought she was really good in this. There was one line which made me think, oh no, when she just shouted out, open fire. Open fire! And it sounded mm. a bit, oh, but other than that, I thought she was great. I was a bit bummed out to see yeah, them, to see, them, to see her go. She, oh, oh yeah. Um, uh. but other than that, she was wicked. I, I thought she I was suppose, great.
0: I suppose they wanted it to sound a bit like she was an experienced soldier, right? That's what they were getting Yeah, Yeah, to. because she's I a shock so, so, trip, I I get what you mean, but now you've mentioned it, I do specifically remember that that it, kind of that exact thought actually. Like, oh, okay, That's a bit, I, I didn't I a didn't dwell on it that much. I didn't even process it that much. You know, I just thought to myself, "All right, that doesn't sound." I don't know. It doesn't sound quite right. But oh. um. But I thought yeah, she was know, great. I, I, yeah, she was fantastic, man. And she's like a proper beefcake well, no. in like a good in a good way. Like you, you know, you 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 believe her on screen presence. Yeah, you know, tear me to shreds yeah it it was brilliant really 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 good and you are totally right about the uh, lord of the rings parallels man and again i i I, same man same and i I am down for that i am here for that and i think um once again mate like so uh, the mandalorian is just doing its job you know I, i had another person come back to me um at work today They were like, "Oh my days, Luke! Have you seen that Baby Yoda thing?" Yeah, I was like, "I was like, um,
1: yes,
0: (laughs) dude. Like, it it genuinely seems like I know, and I know we've said that this before, and I know so many other like pop culture podcasts, YouTube channels. Everyone is saying this. Like, everyone seems to love." the mandalorian and baby yoda like people are going crazy for this formula it is working and we are here to soak it all up
2: i'm here for all the baby yoda especially the merch that we're gonna get man i'm gonna get (laughs) it for my daughter he says in inverted commas i'm getting all that stuff for me and the mando calls baby yoda he calls him a little womp rat in this as well those two are getting close together aren't they because what's it mando wants to leave him on the planet Bounty hunter comes to get him, Kara Dune shoots course. him, and then he realizes, you know, he has to stick with him. But right at the beginning you can tell that they're become like the Dad they're becoming a team <laughs> almost. And it's it's brilliant. And like you say, sure. it's like it's pure beefcake. Amira, the um the widow who can shoot like a boss as well. She kind of well, she clearly fancies the um, we get down her daughter, Winter, as well, as a cool little character, but the yeah, end, and we find out that the take their helmet off to eat their dinner, at least.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm.
2: That, that question. So it's not just answered.
1: tubes.
0: Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Just tubes. yeah. They
2: don't just like yeah. pour. Like, yeah, just like pour it on their helmet and a it. Tubes and drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's how the man does get through life, man. <laughs> <laughs> but tubes and
0: drugs tubes sounds and drugs, like man. an average Londoner, to be honest. Yeah, it's, yeah I'm not um, going to say any
2: particular parts, but I no, I like this actually. In terms of the one to four, where, is it, where does it sit with you, mate? Do you reckon?
0: sorry i was just taking a cheeky little so um
2: <laughs> you naughty voice
0: same um okay where does it sit so i'm probably gonna place this as it's hard to say tough you know you know me mate i'm gonna be difficult i'm gonna say joint second
2: oh what's number one then do you say uh,
0: See, this is the thing. They're all I one. would say, I would say the first episode, but then again, we did. We only get like one glimpse of Baby Yoda, so <laughs> maybe you know, well, maybe it's number three, and it's mm-hmm. joint with number one, and then number two is probably last.
2: Uh, I can't remember number two. Oh no, I do remember that now. I'd yeah, pro- it's with
0: Cewil and the. Uh, I have. Oh no, no, Cewil. It was in the, the first Dijalas. one. Number two is Dajawa. Yes, uh, I'd yeah. probably
2: put number yeah. three first. Um, right. Okay. Number one, second. This this one, third, and then the Jawa one, fourth. Which is nice. hard to say yeah. because I actually I remember saying how much I really enjoyed that second that second episode. So yeah. as a caveat, Asterisk, So far, I've actually enjoyed all of them so much that in t- ranking it's almost pointless. But same, same. Uh, chapter five. I cannot wait. That's coming in a few days. We've only got a, we've got a few more. Then they take then they take a break for the rise of Skywalker. But they are, we've only got what three more episodes, four more episodes left.
0: Yeah, yeah. How many? We've got four left, right? That's There's right. Eight. It's eight. That's right. Yeah. So right. We've got four more. So so yeah, we're we're halfway, here. and that that seems that seems about right. You know, like once this is done, and I you know that's sad to say almost. You know, once this is done, <laughs> um, once season one is done, you know, like I'm definitely going to go binge it. I'm then going to binge it again for when <laughs> um it, it comes to Europe properly. Yep. And I'll binge it a few more times before and after that because this is definitely one of my favorite um mediums of Star Wars. I think we've ever got mate. You know, I find it so satisfying to watch and I love the weekly format. I'll be really interested to see how this ages mm-hmm. too. Um one of my major criticisms of the of the series I'm finding a bit irritat like <sighs> irritating for me anyway, is the planets, you know? then they're, they're not really referring to the planets' names much. This is the first time I did, I think, isn't it? I think it was, yeah. And, uh, you know, we've already been to a few planets, you know? And to me, that just feels like a bit of a missed opportunity. Personally, mm-hmm. I would have done the Rogue One thing, mm-hmm. uh, the Rogue One thing. and <laughs> um, Rogue <laughs> One! and Rogue One! Huh? Um, I would have gone for the Rogue One thing, and, and like named the planet on the screen, like w- when he was visiting it. I don't know, or would that have taken away from the whole cinema style of it? No, I don't I'm think it really would have been a problem. Yeah, it wouldn't. It, see, it wouldn't bother me. The fact that they do it in Rogue One, which is a cinematically released film, yeah. you know, I don't know, mate. It kind of, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's just it, it's weird. But even in Rogue One, there's the whole planet paradox where they don't name Mustafar. Yeah. Right. They name every you know planet it. apart from Mustafar. And uh that really bugs me. I know <laughs> they do it kind of like to save for the Vader <gasps> moment. Um, but that's it. That's that's the only serve like point it, it serves. So um that's me. But so far, mate, the Mandalorian is exceeding my expectations. And I can't believe how amazing it is. I at first thought this was gonna be an episode um or a series where the the Mandalorian was gonna do different bounties. Each, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. each episode it's kind of that but there's a bigger there's a bigger story playing playing here you know and baby Yoda is is the driver of that and um I think it's absolutely fascinating
2: yeah I've got no idea where this story's going to go in the end for this season and uh, going into season two I know we've got to see Moff Gideon uh Giancarlo Esposito's character he's got to come in soon obviously the True. Imperials are going to be all over Mando now so I'm guessing that's where we're going but no, nah, everyone wants him dead yeah, everybody wants him dead from Baby Yoda as well they want Baby Yoda dead they still. do apart from O'Meara who wants the Mando alive she likes mm. a bit of Mando but um, yeah good so su- summing up Bryce Dallas Howard I think she did a good job directing this and by the sounds of it Luke's wife if you're listening make the most of the guy now because he's binging the Mando all year next year <laughs> <laughs> this is Patrick Schneider Senior brand manager for Hasbro Star Wars fan business. You're listening to Star Wars
3: Sessions. Possibly Britain's spiciest Star Wars show. (laughs) Goodbye.
2: Now it's December. The Rise of Skywalker month. And this is something that... We've been talking about, and I know you guys have been talking about it as well. The internet's been talking about it. Since April, I believe, when we first heard the cackle of Palpatine, everyone's been asking, what's the deal? How is Sheev uh, Palpatine coming back? Why is he coming back? What's he coming back for? So we're going to have a little chat see now, basically about what's the deal with Palpatine? What, how is he coming back and why? So, uh, Lukey boy, you heard that laugh in April. We completely geeked out over it. Now mm. we are two and a half weeks away from the rise of Skywalker. What's Palps doing coming back?
0: Right. So this is the Skywalker saga,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Episodes one to nine. J.J. J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, the cast, everyone and their on. Yeah? They're all saying this film. Is not just, you know, finishing off a trilogy, it's finishing off a nine film saga. Sega. Nine film Sega. (laughs) And they keep reiterating that, mate. So to to me, it makes sense that 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 episode nine has Palpatine in it, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know how. So that's the question, right? Um now the whole the internet's got like so many theories about this, right? People had theories about Snoke, mate. People have theories about Luke Skywalker. People have theories about Baby Yoda, or <laughs> as you and Blyzak call it. Yeah? You Which I dig. Which I dig. All over um, it. But, dude, there are so many theories. Some painful, some absolutely beautiful. So I'm going to open up with something I despise. Go on, mate. You want to hear it, mate? I'm oh, all, all again, up for this. Again, 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 again. Right? It all comes down to Execution. Drink, 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 drink. drink, 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 drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, It all comes down to execution, right? But, dude, if 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 they're gonna come out and be like Palpatine, yeah, he's a clone. Oh. <sighs> no, I'm with you there, mate. I don't know if I'll be able to deal with that, mate. Uh, unless it is done like masterfully, I really don't know if I'm going to be able to get on board with that. So that that is my first thought. And now I have, I have an exact theory which i think it is following but before i get to that mate old buddy old pal old gangster tell me one of your first thoughts mate how how is palpatine back in episode nine in the ninth installment last time we saw him was in return of the jedi episode six right so how's he back how's it how's he not dead
2: i've no idea basically well the, your idea, the, your first one, the clone, I, I couldn't deal with that. Honestly, if they came out and said it, I was, I was a clone all along. I think, really? Because then that, the problem I've got with Palp's coming back, and I'm so excited to see Ian McDermott ham up the screen one final time. Problem I've got is, how do you do it? And I know everyone's gonna say, but without Return of the Jedi, without cheapening Vader's sacrifice, I know Luke, Vader was saved by Luke, but then Luke went on to fail as well. And he only found a force in the end. So, you know, didn't really help much in the end. Whatever they do, as long as it doesn't completely destroy the end of Return of the Jedi, I'm good with it. But a clone, for me, a clone would. To go back and watch Return of the Jedi and see Palp's taunting Luke and, you know, that brilliant scene in the throne room. Only to think, that's not actually Palpatine. That's just one of his clones. That would suck, man. So, I've got, my main theory is I think the same as yours. So, I'm going to save that for a bit. So one one of the reasons he could come back is this whole like his spirit is connected to something in some way. We've heard people saying that his spirit is you know tied to the Death Star ruins somehow. That if you were to enter it, he kind of haunts it in some way or another. Potentially, maybe Vader's mask. He's been has uh, been talking to the mask. Mm-hmm. Was it yeah. actually Palpatine the whole time he was talking to? Or was it Anakin Skywalker? Maybe it was actually Anakin saying, Look, you've got to finish what I've started, and by that it means ending the Sith. Mm. Who knows? There was also that ring, that Snoke War, which was it contained the material from under Vader's castle on Mustafar, and it was engraved with these things called the Dwarfe. The Dwarfe were the same figures that Palcati. The dwarf. Like quaffy like, like, Quaff like, in Quaffie. New York. Well, yeah yeah, give me New some okay? Is is New, Joe? Give me know. some joke. Give me some coffee. i confused on what's New York and what's Boston. It's a awful of stereotype of of the East Coast of the United States. So yeah, <laughs> have some Joe instead. But those geezers are yeah, seen. Go. That's
0: how it feels, guys. That's how it feels when you guys think that we all talk like the Queen. Right? Yes, like, he, that, he yeah, yeah. Yes. I've been watching The Crown lately. Like we destroyed the third season of The Crown, which I love, <laughs> and how they talk in that is absolutely banter. I uh, love it. Yes. And uh, one of, one of the dudes who's um, playing. Uh, prince charles in it he says how um we've been trained in drama school to say yes as a posh person in the royal family is by saying ears in a like a quick but kind of like drawn out way at the end so you're like ears, ears. 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 Oh, yes, ears. yes 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 oh,
1: yes
0: oh, i
2: was like that's that's dope I that, love that, that works dope. actually yes no, yeah ears. it works actually but yeah, um ears. well maybe those guys will be in the rise <laughs> of blywalk i watched downton abbey movie a couple of months ago and it was very much the same i was like I don't know anyone who talks like this, but it's bigger It's bigger around the world, so maybe. But there we go. There we go. Sorry, I I I've just like absolutely
0: mutated your theory. <laughs> you talking about. So I'll shut up now. You you can resume. If Ian McDerford
2: comes on, and just goes ears. I will ah! be in stitches. <laughs> but um, I don't know, mate. He's got there those dwarfy geezers. They were seen in Palpatine's office in Revenge of the Sith. These statues. So the, these figures that are seen in Palpatine's office are also on the same ring that Snope's got on his finger, which has got stuff from underneath the Temple of Vader. Is there some sort of connection to that? Is is Paz somehow thrown his spirit into an object? I know it's it's now been added into canon, this whole false possession thing, which I'm not sure I'm on board with fully, but if if that was the case, what are you thinking? If if they said he's latched onto something? For 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 me, the whole and I think I've
0: mentioned this before maybe like many many episodes back Mm -hmm. um because you know we're on our 41st 41st. episode which in itself is an achievement people yeah to me it doesn't seem like that's a star warsy thing Mm -hmm. right i know to some people that seems like a weak argument but for me like the whole you know quote-unquote possessing and you know in star wars they won't call it that right but um, for me, it just I I relate that sort of thing more to Harry Potter. It's very EU regular, as well, was, yeah. or right, and and to me that just doesn't seem it doesn't seem on brand. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, it no, seems it does. Like, yeah. You know, there are sometimes um those moments in Clone Wars episodes or Rebels episodes where you're like, I don't know if that like I love the um what's the thing in the middle in Rebels? You know, what I mean, not Mal. Yeah, the, bending, the Bendu. Thank you. Right, so you got the Bendu, like Malcolm this in the middle creature thing. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I heard
0: that. <laughs> he got their eventually. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but you know, there's this like Bendu, and by the end of it, you're not sure if he was even there in the first place. Like physically, was yeah, yeah. he right? And and it's kind of like I dig it, but also I'm not sure if that belongs in Star Wars. I, I wasn't sure by the end if that was actually suited the canon Mm -hmm. you know a bit like another lame theory that like the whole time travel thing it just doesn't make any sense mate and one as soon as you introduce that i feel like it i can't help but feel like it weakens your franchise it weakens your story it weakens the infrastructure Mm. of of your your saga right and um i don't know I, I, i i just don't buy into it now there are a million ways to do this, right? Which why it comes down to our magical word, you know, execution. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Like it's it, it's a hard one, but I'm, I'm thinking that's a no, but it's not the most ridiculous theory. That's, that's kind of like the perspective I'm on.
2: No, I get, I, I hear you with the on brand stuff. Certain things you can get away with in the expanded Canon books, comics on screen, sometimes things, I mean, the Bendu, I don't mind the Bendu, I'm I'm on board with Malcolm, but would it have looked good on, on cinematically? (laughs) I don't know, we're never going to see it, but I'm not sure it would, so that kind of has its place in that area of canon, but I don't know about Force possession, because there's something about it, it doesn't seem, like you say, there's always been a grounded aspect, in a a space opera full of wizards, and lightsaber, laser swords, and, and like, yeah, baby yodas and all that, there's always been something fairly grounded about Star Wars, kind of, and I go. I hope you guys out there get what I mean. But forced possession, I mean, I don't dig it. I'm not. I'm not totally on. Un- but if if it, if they do it, and it works well, fine. But mm-hmm. then we wouldn't be seeing Palpatine in his corporeal form. He wouldn't be back in a human form. He would be somebody else would be playing host to him. Whether that be Matt Smith, who's not in the film, or somebody else. But if mm-hmm. it was forced possession then we're not seeing Ian McDermott. And they made such a big thing of saying, Ian McDermott's in the film. JJ said he was breathtaking to watch as an actor. So we know he's back in the film. False possession. I can't see Ian McDermott being the host for that.
0: Yeah, to to me, it just feels like something that's 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 really out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, do you, do you mind if... I kind of link it to my next theory because it's it's kind of related, but I'd like to think it's a bit more sophisticated. It's it's yeah, it's a bit more it's a bit more explained than just it's forced possession, Mm -hmm. right? Um, so so what if okay, what if so you know when like Ray touches stuff, there seems to be something. She seems to have some sort of crazy like ability where she can touch something and it immediately you know gives her a force vision
1: mm-hmm.
0: right what if what if she touches something in the death star and that's where we get palpatine right <laughs> hello because... Ray because hey, hear me out hear me out hear me out right like we we get new dialogue in ray's vision in the force awakens and i was just thinking that the other day when i watched the force awakens which is a tremendous film I, you know i don't care what people say about it i adore that film, I love that film it is one of it is it's simply one of my favorite star wars films right i it's so well made and, and well done so like i i I don't know like what it was so you she she touches the skywalker saber Mm -hmm. and you got you got like the um hallway in bespin you have new dialogue from people you got new dialogue from yoda you got new dialogue from kenobi from obi-wan right so what if ray touches something in the death star and it connects her to palpatine in some way maybe a previous message maybe what palpatine and what we're hearing palpatine say is something from the past and maybe something he has done is affecting the present affecting the final chapter
2: imagine if he said execute the first order (laughs) and that's it first order
0: my first Um, order be that i to me that seems quite feasible you know it, like, it does up... crazy
2: far-fetched it's been set up that rey can touch things or at least in the Skywalker say british anyway nobody else has touched that and had those kind of force visions or force back whatever it's called um and as i think as far as i'm aware it's force visions it's past and future obviously because you see the best spin stuff but the future like the knights of Renor, and there's other stuff as well like the, the the scene at Starkiller Base where she fought Kylo, she saw that. So that was a future scene. That's it's been set up. So maybe she goes into the throne. Maybe she touches like the throne itself, and that elicits some mm-hmm. kind of Force vision. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. the question on mm-hmm. that would be: on on it's it's pertinent to this and also the entire conversation, but especially the Force possession and the Force vision. Do you are you thinking that Ian McDermid? Is actually going to be physically on like uh, physically on set, or do you think he'll be? I mean, I will be on set, but actually there, or do you think he will be a hologram or a like like you've just mentioned, like something from the past, or do you think we're getting new McDermott because that kind of then changes the perspective of how he can come back? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to
0: be one of those guys, and you know, and and say for definite that this is happening and that's happening. Mm-hmm. But dude, we're getting him in the film. He's gonna be physically there. That's that's why this isn't my like number one theory, right? <laughs> He's gonna be there. He's gonna be physically there. And if not, I, 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 you know, there's there's plenty of ways to do it, right? Um, but I, I'm really, really, really thinking he is physically gonna manifest himself there. Somehow, mm. somehow. Yeah, it makes um, sense. Yeah, I and I think that makes sense. And um. You know you know what really makes sense to me, mate? Mm-hmm. There's, there's one thing that really, really, really makes sense to me. And that is the tale of Darth Plagueis, The Wise.
2: Mate, we are both on the same wavelength here. If Palps is coming back, and if JJ's is using his loaf, the way to do it without cheaping anything, without have basically having the Marvel effect where nobody actually dies, they all come back eventually more, is to use the method... We used to teach him to Plagueis, or when Palpatine said this.
3: He had such a knowledge of the dark side, he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. Ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself.
2: That exact quote. That's why he's back. And I knew you were going to say that, mate. And I'm with you on this. This is how you bring him back. It makes sense, and I know, I know myself, and it, it, even, even on some details, you
0: and I have slightly different opinions, mm-hmm. and like some of our listeners have have completely different opinions. But I really think you can also kind of do two birds, one stone with that, and you know, you you use Snoke as Darth Plagueis, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how. And I, I've said this, and I, I would love to see how they would do this. And I, de- I guess it does come down to execution. It does come down to the way they do it. Drink, 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 dab, 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 dab on them haters. <laughs> um, it does It does come down to how you do that. But, you know, what? what if, you know, as long as one is alive, he can bring back the other, you know? So while snoke is alive sheave can be resurrected and while sheave is alive Snoke can be resurrected and it's not just kind of like a whole like resurrection that's it they're back on like full hp ready to go and bash up your your Mandem. you know that's (laughs) not how it's gonna work i see it as you get like there'd be a resurrection um and they'd have to like be on a bed for ages and stuff and they would regenerate Mm -hmm. and that might explain why snoke is is looks the way he looks
2: looks a bit tired doesn't he right
0: (laughs) but how cool would that be mate how cool would that be so everyone would be going like how who's snoke how's he so powerful how did he get there what's he doing explains that done do you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. like you said it connects all the all the trilogies answers plot holes gives us a, a, a a conviction of 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 you know why the sequel trilogy has to exist. Why the good finally has to rise. Why there mm-hmm. has to be a rise of Skywalker, and and that is,
2: that's the perspective that that I get from from that theory. It, exp- it would explain why Palps has been gone for thirty years if he's got Snoke slash Darth Plagueis or just Plagueis. Because remember, Darth Tyrannus' real name was Dooku. Who's to say that Darth Plagueis' real name isn't Snoke? And they just go exactly. by. And, like, I think you exactly. said that. I think, I think you said that before, actually. Yeah, yeah, we know we know Darth Sidious.
0: Yeah, He's yep. Palpatine, yeah, right? He's and we get we Luke Skywalker says Darth Sidious in the Last yes. Jedi, which I love. I love that little cheeky reference, right? And the fact that that's even in there, that line is in there. To me, might suggest that that's kind of where the sequel trilogy is going, anyway. And that's been in people's like that's been on a whiteboard somewhere, you know, in in Lucasfilm offices, um, for a while. But um, that's 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 kind of what I'm thinking, man. Is that the, yeah, you got you got Snoke, you got you got Sheev, yeah, and then you got Darth Sidious and you got Darth Plagueis, you know. But maybe they've just dropped the whole Darth stuff. Maybe they're like, yeah, no, we don't we don't really.
2: We're do just that anymore. Sheev and Snoke going on a grand world tour. It's fine, right? Galactic right. tour, right. And, um, yeah,
0: and I, I, dude, sign me up. That just seems, I'm, I'm down for that. And I, I, I believe that, you know, I I agree.
2: Do you remember in the throne room in the last Jedi, you could hear the emperor's theme playing when Snoke was on screen at a a certain point, just randomly Snoke's talking. Mm -hmm. And I think it's when he was torturing Ray, but the emperor's theme is playing. I mean, why put that in there? I mean, that got people to people knew that anyway, but it got the internet like raging just after The Last Jedi. Well, back something else for once. But why is the Emperor's theme <laughs> playing for Snoke? There's got to be some yeah. sort of tie-in. And do you know what? Yeah. Uh, in the last week on this press tour, J.J. J. Abrams came out and said his favourite scene from the prequels... Have a, have a guess what it was, mate.
0: It's going to be the opera scene, it's isn't it? It's the
2: opera scene. He came out and said, actually, yeah, that um, was my favourite scene. Uh, Ian McDermid was magnificent to watch in that scene. And maybe, I'm not to say that he's coming out and winking at the camera by saying, you know... I'm saying that because that's why he's back. But JJ's aware of the scene. Obviously, he's aware of the prequels. He's had his say on those. But he's aware of the scene. He's got the story group there. If they want to do a... Full, and I say this, you know, this is one of the only times I'll be like blunt. If they want to do a foolproof way of keeping the fans happy, making the story cohesive, and actually just not nausing it up, use the Plagueis line. He said it. It's being set up in canon. Darth Plagueis could cheat death. We never, we're not, we're never sure if Palpatine really did. As far as I'm aware, he didn't know how to do it, and he manipulated Anakin to get him to join him. But what's to say that in the years since that conversation, he didn't find out how to do it? Didn't tell anyone, Mm -hmm. and that was part of the contingency plan. It wasn't just Operation Cinder. It was actually, "I'm coming back. I've found out how to cheat death. Let's get, let's get Snoke and the First Order, because the First Order." They've got stormtroopers. They've got Death Star Mark III. It all looks yeah. very empire It's all in like it also it's all like, in Palpatine's image, and 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 just going on that right. And and maybe we'll allude to this
0: in, in further episodes. Not that there's Not many, many left. Go before the rise of skywalker which is mental um this year's just flown by man uh, it, it's dragged but it's also flown out yeah. the, the force eh? works in crazy <laughs> yeah. ways um but he you know here's a thought you know and i've been thinking more of balance of the force and that sort of stuff um you know what it i i watched um who's freddie prince jr i I watched him talk about the force he seemed to have a really good grasp on it and i i I respected his opinion i don't think it's always right because you know you still need creative freedom to do what you want to do um but he he talks about balancing in an amazing way and I, i never thought of this before but you know in the prequels Padme and Anakin always refer to um, Padme with with the baby as with baby, yeah. right? It's singular, like there is one baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when Anakin turns, he goes to the dark side. It didn't change his destiny. His destiny was always going to be the same, but the path on how you get there could change. Mm-hmm. And for for a long time, he went to the dark side, right? So suddenly, the two big players in 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 the galaxy when it comes to the dark side of the force, Palpatine and and, and Vader, you know. There was two. Now exclude all the other ragtag stuff that that kind of don't matter, right? Mm-hmm. They, they they don't matter to the whole meaning of the galaxy, right? What does the Force do? It, it gives us twins. It balances everything. and gives us two opportunities for light, right? In 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 the form of Luke Skywalker and Leia Skywalker, mm-hmm. or yeah, Leia. <laughs> um, but it's still part of the Skywalker family, right? Blood and Blood. And, and, that, and that's and that's how it works. I'm like. I, I, I sit there and I think. I'm like, yeah, I I dig that. I really dig that. So what if this happened? What if um when when Snoke was resurrected or something like that? Again it was in balance. So then Vader died, Luke was the only one left. It was all out of balance. Then Luke started this academy and stuff like that, and it, it wasn't quite the way to go. So you had just one dark side user, then maybe two. Um, goodies in being being Kylo and or Ben and and Luke yep. and it or, or and Leia maybe so you got three and then it balances out right. What so what what happens? Snoke figures out a way to bring back his his apprentice, right, and then that balances it. And then and then you got this thing in the middle, right? You got you got Ben. So what way is he going to go? Now he gets corrupted by the dark side, right? <laughs> and then in the last Jedi, Snoke gets killed, so it's back to two. And on the other side, what have you got? You've got Ray. And you've got Leia, right? So how's that gonna how's that gonna finish? Let's say if Leia dies, mm-hmm. you know, that's one light side user and then you've got two dark side users. So then if you defeat Palpatine or something, you've got Kylo and Ray ruling ruling together you know and they agree to kind of disagree or something like that right you know i've probably butchered that con- concept completely <laughs> you know, I, mean, I followed I you though know, man obliterated it but you get you get the gist of it and i, I really enjoy that kind of concept mm-hmm. um and and I, I i that would be great to to tie into the whole Palpatine thing too
2: if not, the Bendu's coming back to rule the galaxy. He's the one in the middle. After he, he's Malcolm in the middle, isn't he? It. He's Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm's coming back. Uh, no, I agree with that, mate. And again, as I mentioned, the only thing I, I worry about is if they bring Palps back and it clangs, and it's, you're kind of like, really? Uh, like, need, there, there are so many ways that this could go wrong. There's only a few ways that it can go well, if that makes sense. Obviously, the Plagueis yeah, theory I, yeah. holds, that is like almost, almost watertight to me. I think, I mean, the force possession or whatever you want to call it—it's uh, been mentioned in canon. Ninety-nine percent of the viewers aren't going to know anything about it. The force vision—it's been set up in the film, so that could work. Would it be as satisfying? I don't know. We, we're also forgetting—he could just come back in a hologram. He could just be, they could just be a holographic figure of Pal- Palpatine. It may not actually—but it could just be his voice, so you say. We might not be getting real pouts, We think we saw him in the trailer, the over the shoulder shot of his hood. And Ian McDermott said he's in the film. JJ said look, he's definitely in the film. So I'm assuming he's gonna be there like physically, but you know, we can't rule out that he's gonna be a hologram. But yeah, that's the only thing that worries me about the rise of Skywalker. Obviously there's always that concern that what happens if it isn't really very good or it's underwhelming. Mm. But if they get a Palpatine wrong, it's gonna really Going to really clang, I think, because you are going to be thinking, yeah. "Wow, this—you yeah. know—they bought him back. Why? Or, or for the... or for the... Or they, it's been executed badly. And how is it going <laughs> to... How is it going to work with? Because the story is all about Ray and Kylo. That's what the sequel yeah. trilogy is about. Yeah. How is bringing Palpatine in at the eleventh hour going to change that dynamic? You know, how long is it going to be in the film for? There's a lot that could go wrong here, and that's that's pretty much my big. It's my one of the things I'm most excited for, if not the thing. Seeing Ian McDermott one more time on screen, just absolutely just oh, living. It's going to be
0: spicy, but man. It's going to be so just, spicy. It's just
2: that feeling, nagging feeling that what if it isn't done well?
0: Mm hmm yeah there's a there's a lot riding on this mm-hmm. but there there's always a lot riding on the final chapter mm-hmm. there's always a lot riding on on that last film you know and that's to be kind of expected um but i'm 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 looking forward to see how they do it and and the fact that they're not give, giving us any marketing material to go by this there is like nothing it just gets me more excited mate it gets me more excited
2: so i i am absolutely buzzing but that's what we gotta say about it right yeah that's what we gotta say and i've already got a beer but let's go into that drinking hole over there the bantina and get another one let's do it son what do you want
0: to order this week Geezer, I'll have uh, three pints of uh, that cheeky
2: Kef beer, mate. Yes, Kef. Yeah, original. Original Stormtrooper beer. If you're listening, get on the Kef beer. It's a oh, Sessions mate. exclusive. You can have that it's one. As- it's, it's, it's asking for it, ain't it? Yeah, so are we, actually. Um, so, yeah, as <laughs> Lukey Boy said, what do you guys think? What did the greatest listeners in the galaxy think of all this Palpatine malarkey? What did you guys have to say about pouch returning? So, Luke, what do they say?
0: Well, we had some amazing responses this week, Matty, mate. Um, 27th Bacon, sounds familiar. I do. Uh, Brock Bellinger, Katie, <laughs> uh, Star Wars in the UK, Space Cookie Mum, Stephen R and John Goodman, sounds familiar mm. again, <laughs> all said Palps is coming back as a Force Ghost. Well, what else can I say than what Smoke said? We shall see.
2: shall see. A lot of people think Force Ghost. Um, the wonderfully named Palp Fiction... <laughs> Star Wars podcast and Ian Cate, <laughs> yes. I know, think it'll be some sort of forced possession. Jacob's Quest and The James Walker Show both think he's going to be a half-mangled cyborg character. But Night Prime says he's a clone. So we've got Classic. our first clone. Classic cloning session. Cloning session. We know Palpatine loved a good cloning session. We
0: love that, don't we? We absolutely (laughs) love it. Um, Up next, we've got Jeremy Solomon who said, if Darth Maul can be cut in half, fall down a bottomless tube and live, then the Dark Lord of the Sith can certainly survive the same fall completely intact. Don't know how, maybe it's just force magic or lazy writing. Um, And also, Fly in the War podcast agreed with that. Um, But on top of that, uh, uh, Chef Ben uh, said councillor Droid with a Palpatine hologram face, recorded message or AI, possibly Holocron-related.
2: Yeah, didn't think about it. That was set up in Shattered Empire and Battlefront 2, so that's got precedence already in Cam, That's a good shout, Chef Ben. And um, also Rebel Nadia, J. Michael Braden, Luke Bly and Matt Hudson said, did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? That's how he's coming back, according to Rebel Nadia, J. Michael Brain as well. So we got a lot of other responses. They Pretty much everybody either said Force Ghost, Possession or Darth Plagueis. So thank you guys for that. We still think Plagueis, but could be any one of these, mate.
0: Darth Plagueis the way?
2: podcast you've ever heard star sessions on the mic is quite absurd got a patreon now with lots of tears from two dollars a month it's all it is best podcast hello there best
3: podcast best podcast roger roger Podcast.
0: That's right, people. From as little as two dollars a month, for less than a cup of coffee at a coffee shop, you can listen to amazing content, extra shows from both Matt and I, and a cheeky podcasts. Honestly, this is the deal. Of the century. Nice, spicy, tidy. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions.
2: It's the best podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars Sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From $2 a month is all it is. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast.
0: so up next we got our cheeky naughty spicy patreon section and you heard it on that bad boy beat from two dollars a month you can get involved in the action um but on this guy's show we got two questions the first question is from matthew bell um who says hi guys a hypothetical for you. You've finally achieved your dream of working for the Lucasfilm Story Group. You've been working there a couple of days, settling in nicely, when Pablo Hidalgo rushes over and says, "Busman Bobby's been <laughs> losing big at poker again." I assume he's talking about Bob go Disney Disney boss man. Um he goes on to say, due to his poor poker playing, we've now got to make a standalone movie as a vehicle for Nick Cage. <laughs> I need you to come up with a pitch. ASAP. So what's your pitch? Matty Boy, that's up to you. I've got I've got my my answer already locked in, but since
2: I read out oh, a question, oh. you go first, buddy. This man's got a locked in well me, I'm having Nick Cage. He's gonna be a Jedi. During and after Order 66, coming to terms with the entire ordeal before he goes wild with rage, as only Nick Cage can do. He tries to hunt down Vader and obviously gets sliced and diced by the Dark Lord of the Sith. He can be called, I know, kick nage, and he can say such things as, why couldn't you just put the bunny back in the box, or I could eat a peach for hours, as a way of showing his utter devotion to the Jedi. So he's a Jedi in Order 66 and then basically makes him go mental. Just like Nick Cage does in pretty much all of his films. <laughs> Meme-tastic.
0: No, mate, Nick Cage is an absolute king. It's <laughs> like my, fa- my My brother's, like, favourite human being is uh, Nick Cage. Um, I'm, I'm going to be really naughty, Matthew, and I'm going to say that actually the way I'd go about this is um, he's not going to be playing a human. He's going to be playing a droid. Um, but it's definitely like Nick Cage, and you can tell it's Nick Cage, you know. And he's going to be like a plumbing droid. Uh, And, you know, in like National Treasure, we need to find the treasure. (laughs) Um, He's going to be like, uh, we need to find the pressure. The pressure (laughs) on the pipe. That's that's, that's, that's what I'm going to be going down. And people in the cinema will either um, applaud right there and then and think it's the greatest cinematic (laughs) moment of (laughs) all time. Or probably Cringe, one of those. So that's what I'm thinking.
2: Is a Jedi or a droid? Nick Cage, we're helping your career out here, mate. But then again, go back to the classics. Face Off, Con Air, The Rock. Yes! All up there. Yeah. So uh, Sir Cabbage, Sick. I'm with you on that one, mate. So uh, Mr. Bell, Matthew Bell, thank you so much for the question, mate. Um, any more Nick Cage questions, keep them coming. We also have one from Paul Buckle, the man who rocks an R2-D2 tux. He said... Dad. Have any of you got a tale regarding collecting merch, like parents surprising you with an amazing surprise present, big or small, or finding a random piece of merch going cheap at a local shop? Or if you've got any sorry tales like your mum giving your entire collection away to kids in the street because, quote-unquote, you don't play with them two weeks before you move house. Yes, it happened to me when I was 12. So, looky boy, any tales regarding surprise merch or anything like that, or parents chucking stuff away? So, I'll, I'll tell you two things. These are some gifts I got recently or
0: in recent years. Um, for like an anniversary a few years back, my lovely lady got me a massive Lego Millennium Falcon, like queen. the Force Awakens era 01. And when I opened it, I went absolutely mental. Proper Nick Cage. I, I went crazy. That was still like the, yeah, <laughs> the Lego. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I went absolutely <laughs> mental for it. That was amazing. Also, um, my brother. And his wife Dagmara, both regular listeners, they gave me an amazing um, gift from. I think it was from Comic Con, actually. Um, And it it was actually a sample of the um, original film from *A New Hope*. Oh, nice! Um, And it's and it's a scene with uh, Threepio. um on on the death star it, it, that's lovely that means a lot to me so i got that on display in my flat as well um but it, when it when it comes to memories especially like what you're talking about paul like with younger memories i do have this memory right of my, my family and i this is like maybe a year after attack of the clones came out so we're talking about like 2002 2003 maybe i don't really remember so i was a little nipper i remember my mum and dad uh took me to south end Um, for the day and we went down to like uh, the beach there and stuff like that with the touristy stuff Mm -hmm. touristy stuff like I live like 10 (laughs) minutes from Um, (laughs) and we we went there and um, we went to I think it was a Woolworths I think which obviously don't exist anymore and I remember all the Star Wars figures were, were super cheap um, but I don't remember that because I went up to the Star Wars stuff, and I, I distinctly remember there was loads of figures that I didn't have. <laughs> and my dad looked at the prices and stuff, and was like, "Luke, you, like Luke, you, you know, you, are you gonna get one?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, if I can." And I took, I, t- I, I, I like picked up one. I looked at my dad, like, "Yeah, I'll have this one." And he was like, "You can get more." I was like, "What?" Sweet like my family weren't wealthy growing up you know so i was you know toys were like would would come in like rationing you know i -hmm. still got everything i pretty much you know like needed and stuff um more fortunate than a lot but still i weren't luxurious so on that day i remember getting like uh, like six action figures or something i i was just like i was yes Uh, that so that that is a really fun memory of mine
2: and that is that's a lovely memory to have and um, in South End they've got a well, after you've gone after you've rocked down to Electric Avenue on the strip you've got um put your penny penny machines there's um in a, in the Adventure Island there's a Star Wars section in the corner where they've got Han Solo and Carbonite they've got some they got old toys locked away behind the cabinet and they've got all the old arcade machines and some of the new ones as well so that's pretty cool So if anyone's ever in South End go check it out honestly that's mad. We're going to have to go there. Honestly, I take pictures by it whenever I'm there because I'm that much of a loser. But nice, it's just—it's nice. just there. It's just like cool little toys and like snippets from like um, uh, the paper when the Phantom Menace and that came out. It's pretty cool, mate. Um, I'll go there. I'll, I'll, I'll beat you on the on the arcade games. But um, oh, let's do it, mate. Let's do it. Deal. Uh, no, they're lovely memories. Mine. I mean, I've mentioned it before being given the Phantom Menace chess set recently, unused and in mint condition, was a pretty sweet deal because um, it's the sort of thing I'd love to have on a table. Just to sit there, just to so I can just sit there and gather dust, probably. But just so it's 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 something that's twenty years old now, or however old it was when it came out. And it's one of those cool pieces of merch. It's got all the characters on it, and the Noomoidians, Padme, Qui Gon, uh, young Anakin, Jar Jar, and all that. Sheev when he was a good guy. Well, I say quite, quite a good guy. And it's just a, it was cool just to be given that for nothing. I always see decent deals on merch at fairs, conventions, or geek shops. But I've never seen anything mind-blowing. like a, I've never seen like that rare Boba Fett toy going for like 50p in Oxfam or anything like that. But I guess in terms of growing up, I remember sitting in my nan and grandad's house right in the corner. Um, Big Brother Sean and I, I mean, by the table. And um, playing with my uncle's Stormtroopers and, and Millennium Falcon toys. I was sitting in the corner as a kid and playing with those. I enjoyed doing that an awful lot. So um, I was going... And they're not, they're, they're, those toys aren't there anymore. So I don't know where they've gone. I guess my uncle's taken them. But I do remember that. But in terms of my... Anything being chucked away by the parents. Never had that, thankfully. Never had that. But in terms of merch, I'm not a massive merch collector. I'm more somebody who admires other people's collections and builds his own one. And I think that mainly down to funds and also space. If I had the space, I would be an absolute hoarder. I'd get so much of this stuff. When we, were, we were at Comic-Con recently, as you guys know, me, Luke and Blyzak. And there's so much cool stuff there. And I was just thinking, if I had, and we all said, if I had the room, you'd be coming home. with All this would be coming home with me now. So... In terms mm-hmm. of merch, mm-hmm. I'd like to get mm-hmm. more. But it's just, no, just at the minute, I have, I've just been put on a back burner. But that chess set is pretty sweet. But no, good question there, Paul. Thank you, mate. Absolutely.
0: And uh, the, these amazing questions are all because of our amazing Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys want to get involved in the action, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Session.
2: Yes, check it out. We've had a jibber-jabber with Jabber had episode just, just dropped where I, I run down who's making out of the Rise of Skywalker and who's not. And the journals is coming back as well, so don't you worry about that, guys. We're we're coming for you before the Rise of Skywalker. So, so, questions over. We've been, in the last few weeks, thanks to Master Blywalker, we've had a, a little cheeky little giveaway running and we said we'd announced a winner tonight. And do you know what? We're absolutely going to do that. Master Blywalker, you led us off with the giveaway uh, first off, so, tell us, so remind us what they had to do. And who is the lucky winner and what are they getting, mate?
0: So you guys took pictures, you took selfies... You tagged us in our pictures, and we loved them. They were on Instagram. They were on Twitter. We had some great entries. We had toy photography. We had pets. We had autumnal weather. We had a lot of commutes from all around the world, which absolutely warms our hearts, guys. Um, But there was a picture to me and Matt that really, really stood out. And this person has won the Mandalorian Funko Pop, and they've also won a Star Wars Sessions mug. And that is the none other than our boy from Western Pennsylvania. (laughs) It's a rural farm boy. He has won the Mandalorian pup. Pop, 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 pop. and star wars sessions mug so they can be sipping anything from that bad boy they can be sipping tea coffee beer booze whatever um and they could be repping the podcast so there we go we're going to be sending that to you dude so please contact us dm us and uh dm us your address and we'll get that stuff sent to you asap and thank you so much everyone else um, who, who participated? Thank you so much. But don't forget, we do even more regular giveaways on our Patreon. In fact, we might just be doing a naughty giveaway this week on our Patreon. So you guys are going to have to find out about that real soon. But there we go. Congratulations, a rural farm boy, AKA Anthony.
2: Anthony, you look like a king in your photograph. I love the old school the old school music player you use. Thank you so much, mate. You are the winner. And like you say, we'll get those over to you as soon as possible. You are the man. Before that, let's enter, let's exit, sorry, this dingy looking uh, drinking hole. And let's go for something a bit more quality.
0: Dingy drinking eye. It sounds like the Beehive in Basildon. <laughs> which I do karaoke at
2: on Saturday nights
0: sometimes. Go, d- go
2: down there, boys. It sounds like the pub at the end of my road which I can't even remember. It's got, it's got a kebab fan outside it. Uh, the Checkers in Hatton. Uh, just giving away where I live there, but oh well. Um, so let's on to something quality now. The quality tones from across the Atlantic. Curtis Smith, take us away with a poem about porks.
0: Porks. Didn't see that coming. Our galactic conquest proceeds unforeseen. The Wookiee has realized that we're not cuisine. Just keep looking glum. These rebels are dumb. When do we next contact Palpatine? Find me on Twitter at Star Wars Poet, on Instagram and Facebook at Star Wars Poetry. Always Star Wars, always poetry, always original work, posting daily. (laughs)
2: Always warms me to hear Curtis's voice. I can imagine him doing voiceovers on radio. He's the one man who can get a cow to barbecue a steak for him.
0: Oh, that's a naughty one. Always Curtis, always a spicy legend.
1: Hey, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast.
0: Right, on this week's episode of Star Wars Sessions, we of course have our game. It's everybody's favourite segment, and this week it's my turn to host, Monsieur Hud. <laughs> Are you ready to hear what your game is? I think so. So this week, mate, we're going to be playing Star Wars Anagrams. That's right, you got five seconds to figure <laughs> out, actually not five, ten. Five's, five's a little harsh, right? Play-scape. I'm going to throw some Star Wars anagrams at you, right? right. So for, for those of you who don't know, that is um, like when you have a word, and in that word you can use all the letters from it to spell another word. So in this case, um, like a swanky rank is Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> um so we're not going to be using that one right so you you Damn get it. the gist so 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 matt you have 10 seconds to guess <laughs> what these are so i'm going to give you some easier ones and uh, then they're going to gradually get harder you say okay that. you ready <laughs> buddy i power remember 10 seconds for Wrong. 10 seconds okay <gasps> oh, ready go cop three c-3po there we yes! go! He I got one. Smashed it. He smashed it. Okay, Copy. ready? Yes, okay, that,
1: that, 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 that was
0: an easy one. No. Okay. What about what about this one? Okay, cut. No duo.
2: <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi.
0: No, no, that
2: one's Count
0: Dooku. No. You naughty boy. Dukes. You had a few seconds on that one though. I you know, naughty boy. I'm going
2: to take my time on the next one. I've oh, got
0: okay 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 Good ready yes. what What about this what about this harm adult harm adult
2: um harm
0: oh
2: dude harm i can't think of it it's it's darth maul oh
0: <laughs> i know you, you it's so harm hard adults. isn't
2: it, it is i was so thinking it is, h-a-r-m h-a-l-m or oh.
0: Right, okay. What, what about this one, dude? Are you ready? Go. Hard advert. Darth Vader. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> yes. yes. mate. Yes. Oh, you naughty boy. Uh, okay, relieved. ready? Ready for the next one? Rose Tico. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, okay, ready? Yep. Ready, ready, ready. Key Skull Waker.
2: Key Skull Waker. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Luke Skywalker. Yes! <laughs> yes! Key Skull you Waker. Naughty boy. <laughs> you
1: naughty boy.
0: Okay, are, are you, you, you're doing pretty well so Three far. Out you're feeling Um. Alright, are you ready for the next one? Always ready now. I'm confident. Alright, all right, mate. Alright, mate. So, this next one is it's spicy. Ready? Yep. Q Mad Win.
2: I think I spoke too soon. Q Mad Win Q mm. Mad Win. Who's got a Q in there? It's not quite gone, it's uh Queen Amidala. Oh, oh no. no, it's
0: Mace Windy, you naughty oh. boy. Oh Mace you naughty a boy. Sith
2: lord. A
0: Sith Lord <laughs> Um okay, ready? So so I'm gonna do another <sighs> one for Three you. Three out of six, right? Okay, mate. You're, no, you're killing, it awesome. so far, mate. You're, you're killing it so Great far, mate. You're killing it so far. Great idea. Um, so the next one is a mad
2: pale maid. A mad pale maid. Oh, got, um, a mad pale... Padme Amidala. Oh, yes. Yes. That was with a guess as With seconds <laughs> to
0: spare. He did it. Pardon me. Pardon me. He did it. Okay, so this is your last one, mate. Right. This one is spicy. Four out of okay. seven. Okay. This, this, this is spicy, okay? You ready? Always ready. Always ready. It goes like this. Okay, I win.
2: No, babe. <laughs> okay, I win. No, babe. Uh, it's not Kenobi because there's an A in it. Um, okay, I win. No, babe. Ah,
0: oh, Matty boy. No, go on. You're out of time, but I'll, I'll yeah, let yeah. you. I'll 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 set it again. I'll set it again. Ten more seconds because this is a hard one. This is this is the final okay, chapter, right? So I I've win. started it again. You've got another ten.
2: Okay, I win, babe. Uh, okay,
0: I win, no, babe.
2: Okay, I win, no, babe. Uh, okay, I win.
0: You 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 pretty much. Uh, the sad thing is, mate, you you did actually get it. You went. It's not Kenobi. Is but it? What's his full name?
2: It's not bet Obi Wan Kenobi. Of course. Oh, because he got the yeah, A in Obi Wan. Oh my! I'm going to
0: give you that one. That counts. I should have. That was a bit. That was a bit stupid of me. I should have jumped in a bit like yeah. That's me saying <laughs>
2: oh, Obi Wan hasn't got an just... A in it. What <laughs> did you? I was like, yeah, uh, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. It does have an A in it. Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs>
0: yeah there yeah. we go there we go he gets gold he gets Five gold. This, so there we go mate there's there is this week's episode 41 of star wars sessions game
2: that was a wicked idea mate anagrams that was awesome how am i going to beat that next week we've only got we've got two more games before the rise of skywalker and somehow we... that's ridiculous oh. that is ridiculous have you really We've got a next week's show, and then we've got the final show, which comes out the day of the London <sighs> premiere, which is the day before it comes out in the United Kingdom, two days before wow. the States, mate. And then, obviously, the review.
0: Wow. I can't believe it, man. I actually <laughs> can't believe it. I can't believe we're that close. So, yeah, we it's basically, to, we've, we've, we've agreed, Matt from from now on and from like the last episode really we we are really really like ramping up the episode nine hype right yeah. we are going to be focusing a lot on the episode nine we know the mandalorians out and we know there are lots of mandalorian shows out there covering the mandalorian which is amazing mm-hmm. um right now we're covering the segments and we 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 feel that's that's kind of enough for the time being we'll probably do some more deep dives um in in the new year yep. um but we we're, we're we're just hyped for episode nine man that that ended a skywalker saga we have no idea what's gonna happen but there we go man
2: yep that's the exciting part so next week's show it's all gonna it's obviously gonna be rise of skywalker centric the one after that is the last show before the film comes out of course it's gonna be rise of skywalker focused. so uh yeah keep your eyes on the socials for what we're talking about next week but unfortunately for this week That is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, but the fun doesn't end there. Like Palpatine, no one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? Well, Matt, they can find us on
0: Twitter, at Star Wars Session, with no S at the end. That's at Star Wars Session. On Twitter, they can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions, with an S on the end. So that's at Star Wars Sessions, no spaces, on Instagram. Or feel free to drop us a voice note or message to our email address, sws at whatawatchtonight.co.uk. That's sws at whatawatchtonight.co.uk. UK and if you want to support the show further, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions.
2: Yes, we are on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iTunes, and uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, everywhere in the world, <laughs> Galaxy you can find a podcast, we're there. If you'd love the show. Please do consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice. It helps the show out an awful lot and we love hearing from you guys every week. So once again, thank you.
0: And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your cousins, tell the bloke at the party who loves the Mandalorian. (laughs) Tell your Ewok, tell your cousin. The more the merrier the castle, spicier.
2: Tell the returning Ewok as well. This is the podcast you're looking for so... Until next time, from me, see ya. And from Luke.
0: May the force be with you always. Not long to episode nine.
2: Luke!
0: They are Essex-based podcast heroes.
1: Club.